I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of characters. Characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are you talking about today, Alex? You know we're making two more 5e characters for us. Yeah. Got to make some characters for that game we talked about in, I don't know, three episodes ago when we said we're making people for a one-shot, and now we're making them for the full campaign. Yes, the the My Hot Magani. Yes. Little Beefcake. Little Beefcake. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what wild character you're going to make today. You um, know that's right. Yeah, it should be lots of fun. But first, it's time for Random Encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. Alex, do you have a character? I am bringing Ant-Man from the Marvel Universe, specifically from the MCU, played by my... One of my favorite actors, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Scott Lang is Ant-Man. He's so funny. He's a cat burglar. Definitely not a robber because he's never violent. Um, he's very funny. Just I love, even as a superhero, he's still like figuring it out and bumbling, and, but it's funny. He has a, He's a great dad. You know, it's just all the things. I love the Ant-Man movies, and I love him in, like, Civil War and all that stuff, so it's just it's, good. It's Paul Rudd. like It's Paul Rudd, man. It's just doing Paul Rudd things, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. What character do you have for us, Quinn? All right, so today I wanted to talk about a character I loved from a movie we saw a long time ago, but I just remembered the character and, and how much I loved it. Far, far away? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he is from a galaxy far, far away. I'll give you that. It is Knuckles the Echidna. From there Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So he's played by Idris Elba, who is the perfect voice actor for this, in my opinion. Like, Knuckles, he's very literal, doesn't understand any of the jokes or pop culture references any of the other characters are making, and is one of the only characters I actually like from that movie. <laughs> and he's, like, a great exchange, for example, between Knuckles and Tails the Fox. So Tails is trying to lift Knuckles in the air, but notes that Knuckles is really heavy, and then Knuckles responds with, that's because I am one million percent muscle. Like, that's <laughs> such a preposterous thing to say, and I just, I loved it. And another time Sonic is throwing balls of sand at Knuckles, and Knuckles says, how dare you attack me in my hour of sorrow. <laughs> like, he just had such powerful lines. Yeah, they were very funny. So, loved him, loved that. Only thing that made the movie worth seeing, in my opinion. Quinn is down on Sonic 2. We don't like to bring negative energy here, so that's why we're going to spin it to some character creation. Yes. But first, it's time for a break. Oh. We have another show to shout out, don't we? Oh, yeah, we do. I was going to shout it out later and give us a little break in between our characters, but we can do it now. Well, maybe we'll do it both times. We won't. We won't. We're just going to do it the one time. Yeah, we'll just do it the one. All right, so maybe here and maybe later. No, I'll just just do it here. But first... (laughs) Let's, all right, we'll just do it here. Oh, there, sailor. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you yearn for high seas adventure and piratical mayhem at the roll of a D20? Yes, 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 I'll just toss you your shirt. Very sassy. (laughs) No, I drink beer and I fart in my sleep. (laughs) Now that I've got your attention with sex, 
<laughs> Welcome to my pub, the wizard's sleeve. <laughs> it's still a cow, then we're gonna get a bag. Do you know just, how big I'm a just cow gonna... is? <laughs> Don't put gold in your ass. <laughs> Uh, that's um, not the catchphrase we were looking for. It is one that we often use at the <laughs> Enough though. about where you keep your secret stuff. It's not right. in my anus. Stop it. Then <laughs> sign your name in blood. I mean, join the rovers on your crew on their adventures every Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. Okay. Right. So we're back. Yeah. Love that show that I've never listened to, but Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, Alex. Alex is really making he he's bringing the unexpected energy to where where things are. This is a late night recording, ladies and gentlemen. This is late Alex's bedtime coming on at this point. <laughs> we're, we're in the late night Alex energy, mm-hmm. and Quinn knows that if you let me, I'll talk to you till three a.m. about stupid ideas I'm having. So, you know what? Just settle in. This is going to be a long one. Quinn, Quinn in the future cries about about how much editing she has to do. Um, so how is it seven hours? <laughs> but how is it ten hours? How is how it, ten, is it episodes? ten episodes? Would you like to start with your character or mine? No, I want you to go first this time. Okay. What level are we doing today? Like, I think just one. Okay, because well, I know we haven't really decided, so we can just say one, and that's fine. We can talk about what direction. Think, yeah, one we with want. the the idea of what circle or path or subclass, whatever they're called. Yeah, um, we want to do. Sure. Um. Oh, and you you watched a a helpful video about character creation. Like, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about it? And then maybe um, we can I was going to it for a different episode, but we can. Oh, we can save it for a different episode. No. Okay. You've brought it up. Now we're talking about it. Okay. So I watched a Dungeon Dudes episode, and I think they do pretty good stuff. I've only watched a couple of their um, videos. That's what it's called. Voodoo's. <laughs> yeah, voodoo's. Um, I've only cut, watched a couple of their episodes, but I think they do good stuff. And this one was on kind of writing your backstory and how to do character creation. And it, I liked that it talked a lot about what we did in our episode on backgrounds and or backstories where we talked about, like, leave things open for the DM and, like, don't lock anything in. And if you have questions, definitely talk to the DM. Yeah. So all that was good. One of the things that they did that I really, really liked was they're talking about, you know, when you're thinking about your background and all the backstory... I was, I just didn't say both. It's fine. Yeah. Um, when you're thinking about it, you are going to come up with a lot of NPC possibilities of characters that maybe your character would have relationships with, like parents, friends, siblings, mentors, Mm -hmm. you know, um, other people like that. So they had the idea of take one or narrow it down to three that you can like tell your DM about. Okay. One from your past, one from your present, and one from your future. So this would be like the past would be like maybe your parents, and then you left home. And then present could be like a fellow party member, or well, like, no, it's supposed to be NPC. So maybe it's like a tavern keeper at a place you know, or something like that. Yeah. And then future would be someone that, like, maybe you read a book by this famous wizard and you want to meet them someday, or maybe you idolize a bard that like sings across the land you know yeah something like that so 
I thought that was a great idea, but their video, I thought, laid it out really well. Yeah. I think that for the way that I looked at it was our episode on, like, backgrounds and backstories was more like in ideas, how to get the ideas flowing. And theirs was a lot more formulaic, like, here's a good formula to follow if you just are going by the book and want to try things out. Yeah, like, maybe you haven't made over a hundred characters like we have (laughs) right (laughs) and maybe need a little more help i think yeah with us it's like we do this so much that we're used to it and we have all these ideas and we're kind of implying some of these things that they're implementing but they're explicitly saying some of these things that we just kind of do like give your character a long-term goal or a short and some short-term goals yeah we usually do that, but we don't really, like, we never laid it out like that. We just, like, what do they want? Why are they going on the adventure? Like, you know, those kinds yeah. of questions we've asked, but we haven't laid it out like that. Yes, we've answered those questions without explicitly asking the questions. Yeah. All right, but let's get into some character creation. So what are you thinking of playing? Okay, so for me... I know what race slash ancestry my character will have in my class, but I don't have any other ideas. Don't know anything else that I want to go with. So they're going to be a hill dwarf fighter. Okay. And I've looked at the subclasses and narrowed it down some, which like it doesn't really matter for the character right now since we're making a level one character. But like I think it'll help inform like who my character is and like what kind of direction they're going to go in, and. Just for fun, yeah. do you want to maybe roll on our table of ancestry traits and then we can, you know, see what pops out and maybe they'll give you ideas. I know we're probably doing regular races again, mm-hmm. but maybe this will give you some fun ideas. Sure, sure. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. Let's see what we roll. All right. We got a male monk. We can ignore these. And a tabaxi, but we can ignore all those. Mm-hmm. Actually, never mind. This is my last roll. This is exactly the cat we made last time because they have integrated protection. They have the reveler. Like, this is just the one I rolled last time. Never mind. I didn't go far enough down. (laughs) I see what happened. I didn't actually hit enter. I just typed in, like, the line to run the cat, but didn't run it. Okay. Mm. All right. This time we have a female paladin. With the satyr body type. Mm-hmm. They have fleet of foot from the wood elf. That's the one that gives you 35 speed. Mm-hmm. Infernal, infernal legacy from the tiefling. This is in a legacy of Aver- Avernus. Avernus? However you say that. Tiefling. Avernus? Avernus? Who knows? Probably Avernus. And they have poison resistance from the stout halfling. And telepathy from psionic mind dragon gem dragonborn again. Got that one twice in a row. Their stats, Quinn. Hold on. And by stats I mean ability scores, obviously. Okay. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Okay. Nine. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Twelve eight. Not very good. Sorry about that. It's fine. We don't have to lock it in. <laughs> Locked and loaded, baby. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so anyway, none of these really give me any ideas, unfortunately. I was hoping for like a training one or something that we could lean on. But since you said you wanted to be a hill dwarf, I'm not sure any of these really fit. Yeah. Um, I like that. One okay. interesting thing is the poison thing. Yeah, with Stout Halfling. I was thinking that same thing as a Which about to say. might be. Maybe in, you're from a community that of like dwarves, hill dwarves, and halflings. Like yeah, one of together. the things lets you have. Like poison resistance. Yeah, that's a dwarf thing. Yeah, I know. I meant one of the, the fighter subclasses has a thing that can let you do it. And I just can't remember which one. But you already have it. I'm a hill dwarf. Yeah. I think I thought all dwarves got poison resistance. Oh, yeah. That's true. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. Should I should I go through and say which ones I was thinking about as possibilities? Yeah, but let me just spin the, you this Spin me a beautiful yarn. But I think that the hill dwarves and the halflings are living together in a beautiful community. Okay. And that's kind of it. It's like picture the Shire, but also there's hill dwarves there. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's lovely and we love it. I love that. All right, tell that. me about the subclass as you are eyeing. Okay. Battlemaster and Champion from the Player's Handbook, Cavalier and Samurai from Xanthar's Guide, and Rune Knight from Tosh's Cauldron of Everything. So basically, all of them. Uh-uh, <laughs> that's only half of them. <laughs> I don't know anything about Rune Knight. Can you tell me a little bit more? Yes, I can. So at first I was like, mm, this one's going to be too magic-y. But actually, it's a little bit like the Artificer, but less complicated. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you get, at third level, the ability to do magic runes that you can use to enhance your gear. So you get two of them, and there's, like, a list of runes that you can do. The max you get is five. Um, and there's some that are, like, level-specific, like you have to reach level seven before you can use them. Um, and... Whenever you finish a long rest, you can touch a number of objects equal to the number of runes you know and inscribe different um, runes into it. Mm -hmm. And the object has to be a weapon, a suit of armor, a shield, a piece of jewelry, or something else you can wear or hold in a hand. And it remains in that object until you finish a long rest. I love when they give categories and then they say, like, like a lute or any instrument. Yeah. Like, okay. Or just any instrument, guys. And so the object... something you can wear. Yeah. Can only have one rune at a time. Okay. Makes sense. So... And give me some sample. Like, what, what can a yeah. rune do? So, cloud... Three of them. So, oh, and this... What this thing is, like, you have gotten this stuff from, like, the giants. giants. Yeah. yeah. So, you also get... Um, you know who likes giants? Small people, like dwarves... And halflings are living together in a beautiful community that yeah. maybe worships giants or something. It's possible. So here's the cloud rune. This one emulates the deceptive magic used by some cloud giants. Um, while wearing an object inscribed with this rune, you have advantage on dexterity, sleight of hand checks, and charisma deception checks. And then additionally, when you or a creature you can see within 30 feet of you is hit by an attack roll, you can use your reaction to invoke the rune and choose a different creature within 30 feet of you other than the attacker. Then the chosen creature becomes the target of the attack using the same roll, and this magic can transfer the attack's effects regardless of the attack's range. Mm -hmm. 
And nice. then once you invoke it, you can't do so again until you finish a shorter long rest. And that's kind of how like all of them are, is you can only do them once per rest mm-hmm. until you get a higher level. I think like level 15, then you can do them twice. Okay. Um, a fire, there's a fire one that lets you um, double your proficiency bonus with a tool. Um, and if you hit a creature with an attack using the weapon, you can use the rune to make fiery shackles, and the target takes an extra 2d6 fire damage and has to succeed on a strength save or be restrained for a minute. Um, and then each turn that they're restrained by the shackles, they take 2d6 fire damage at the start of their turn, and they can, like, it's kind of like a heat metal almost. Gotcha. Um, okay. What were the other ones? Battlemaster, Champion, Samurai... Cavalier. Cavalier. So the samurai is just really good. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the skill stuff you get. That's whatever. But the fighting spirit that you can get is so cool. Is that the one that, like, gives you advantage and stuff? Yeah. As a bonus action, you can give yourself advantage in all weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn. And then you also gain 5 temp HP. And then, like, the... HP you get increases as you go up, and you can use the feature three times per long rest. Okay. Um, Not bad. Yeah, and then and at 7th level you get proficiency in wisdom saving throws, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, Battlemaster, you get all the fighting techniques. Yep. Champion is the simplest. Just like it's the I'm critting on one. 19 and 20, and like I, I don't know what, you get like a tool set or something. You get a tools, whatever. Yeah, it's, um, like, it's fine. And then also, starting at seventh level, you can add half your proficiency bonus to any strength, dex, or con check you make okay. that already doesn't use, that doesn't already use your proficiency bonus. And then you also get a bonus fighting style at 10th level. Nice. And what was the other one? I keep forgetting. Cavalier. Oh, yeah. Don't you gonna need a mount for that? You don't actually need a mount. Oh, I was reading through it, and you can do this stuff without a mount. Okay. Like, you're born to the saddle. Like, you have advantage on saves made to avoid falling off your mount, and you can, like, mount <laughs> creatures like mount like them more fast yeah more more, f- more quickly yes more but fast. like i don't have to do that like it doesn't matter what other features do you get um unwavering mark at third level when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack you can mark them until the end of your next turn the effect ends the effect ends early if you're incapacitated or you die or if someone else marks the creature while it's within five feet of you they have disadvantage on any attack roll that doesn't target you. Oh, that's pretty good. And then additionally, um, if they deal damage to anyone other than you, you can make a special melee weapon attack against them as a bonus action on your next turn. And you have advantage on that attack roll, and if it hits, the attack's weapon deals an extra damage equal to half your fighter level. Okay, that's kind of cool. And you can do this, like, you can mark any creature anytime you hit them. Um, That's unlimited, basically? Yeah, the, the only thing that is limited is the number of um, special attacks that you can do that way is equal to your strength modifier. Okay. And you get those back on a long rest. And then at 7th level, you get a thing called warding maneuver, 
um, which allows you to fend off strikes directed at you, your mount, or other nearby creatures. If you or a creature you can see within five feet of you is hit by an attack, you can roll 1d8 as a reaction if you're wielding a melee weapon or shield, and then you add that die roll to the target's AC against the attack. If the attack still hits, the target has resistance against the attack's damage. Oh, nice. And then you can use this um, a number of times equal to your con modifier. And this then, one actually seems kind of cool. I always thought it was like very much mount-based. That's why I never did anything with it. Yeah. But as I was reading, I was like, this one's actually kind of cool. Um, you can also... Um, Creatures provoke an opportunity attack from you when they move five feet or more while within your reach. So even if they stay next to you and they just move at all. Okay, gotcha. They provoke an opportunity attack. Nice. And then if you hit them with this op attack, their speed is reduced to zero until the end of the current turn. So it's kind oh, of so like sentinel. sentinel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then ferocious charger you can run down your foes whether you're mounted or not if you move at least 10 feet in a straight line right before attacking creature and you hit with the attack they must succeed on a strength save or be knocked prone okay and you can do that once per turn nice um and then the 18th level feature is really cool you get a special reaction you can take once on every creature's turn except your own and you can use the reaction to make an opportunity attack but you can't use it on the same turn that you use like a normal reaction. So. Okay. I, I was actually like kind of impressed by what this one can do. And it didn't seem that complicated actually. Yeah, that actually is surprised me because like I said, I always thought it was about mount, so I never really read it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I don't care about being mounted. Yeah. But apparently I should have read closer. Yeah. All right, do you have any ideas? Honestly, rereading on this one, I really, I'm really feeling this cavalier thing. All right, I think we'll go with that. Is what, like we said, we're going level one, so you could change your mind still, but yeah, but that might help us shape the background. Backstory. That's what I was thinking. So like, what if they come from a group of people that have, like, a pretty common, like, mounted combatant thing, mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily like riding like they're wary of riding horses what are they riding rams etc oh nice some big goats yeah like a big goat or an oxen mm-hmm Ooh, i'm getting vibes of uh the i'm blanking on everything the furies of calderon mm. that people what, is, what are those people called Something with an M. The Maroc. The Maroc. Oh, I think they're the Marat. Marat? Okay. Again, I only ever listen to the audio. Yeah. It sometimes makes me... And I listen at two times speed, so... What sometimes is Kitai? Hear, Let's look up what Kitai is. There you go. But I'm... I, no, I'm picturing her dad's um, tribe with the uh, big oxen-like creatures. Yeah. Gargant. Yes. Um, yeah, guns. she's a Marat. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting that vibe of maybe his or her or their group that they come from, you know? Yeah. So maybe that, but why did you, why did they leave this group? Like, so what my, has driven them to adventure? So 
We're thinking they they come from. I'm still gonna say halflings are with them because it's fun. Yeah. So stat halflings and hell dwarves living together, and they're all mounted on these different sorts of beasts. Mm-hmm. So I think that they have gained these skills to do the mountain combat, but they don't. As I said, like they don't enjoy riding on the creatures like for whatever reason like maybe they got um maybe they were riding one when they were younger and the creature got spooked and started like going really fast when they were like scared as this creature was running and then like maybe they fell off and nearly got trampled so like so you're playing an alex character a mount a cavalier that is afraid to ride animals yeah afraid to ride beasts yeah wow this is incredible, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Because right <laughs> then, like, maybe that's why, like, they leave. They're like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, there are people who are like, I mean, like, you can't keep up with the herd or, like, the group of us because we're all always riding. Yeah. And so maybe he's, that's partially why he got, or I'm, I'm always saying he because you normally play big, beefy boys. I do like to play a big, but beefy boy. Anyway, that's why they, um, like, they got stronger and more constituted, probably, mm-hmm. running around, like, trying to chase down their group of people. Yeah. Like, they had to learn stamina and, like, long sprints and, I guess not long sprints, um, long runs. Yeah. Keeping up with the group. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, so I think that kind of makes sense of, like, why they would leave is that or maybe, even if yeah, they weren't the told group, to leave, yeah, they told, they just were told maybe, or you think they were told or weren't told. It could go either way. They either could have been told that you know maybe they should leave. That like maybe this group isn't the best one for them because of... there are people out there, son, child of mine, that do not ride all the time. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, because they're like, look, we've tried. We've tried the exposure therapy, (laughs) my sweet baby child, and they just... You're not getting it. Yeah, like, you're you're still terrified no matter what we do, and, like, we want what's best for you, so maybe if you go out and see what else is out there, you can find, like, a, a place that you feel more comfortable in mm-hmm. like you can always come back to us right it's not like a it's not an exile it's just like a hey maybe give something else a try because clearly you're not fitting in here yeah this isn't working for it's you it's not where you i think you are most happy we yeah. want you to be happy yeah like you're you're constantly cowering from these animals and like yeah. that can't be good for your mental health I like that because it also gives you, like, that nugget of we can maybe overcome this fear throughout the campaign. Or maybe not. We'll see where it goes. But I like this idea of a cavalier that's afraid of riding beasts. Yeah, I, like, yeah, the more I think about it, I, I do really like this character. Like, this is a flaw that definitely affects them, but it also isn't like I'm breaking the game with my flaw and it's not giving right. me a special power and like we said with the um 
with the Cavalier, now that we've re-looked really at it, you don't actually need to be mounted to be using these features. Maybe it's slightly better if you are at times, but yeah. you don't have to be. Yeah. So like, that's great. Sure. Like, I don't, like, I'm not going to benefit as much from some of these features, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So what background are we thinking? Do we think maybe Outlander? They're this a feels kind group? of like an Outlander. Like they're like maybe they're a bunch like a of hunter gatherer. Hunter gatherer, like some shepherd kind of thing. They have to be constantly moving their herds yep. Yep. for grazing. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll go with Outlander. Okay. And did we want to go male, female? What are you thinking? Like boy, girl? Either. I don't know. Both. Could go either way. We don't have to re decide right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to fantasy name generators and look at names, and we'll see what feels right. Good dwarf names. Good talk. Mukarak. Gertork is a pretty good name. <laughs> what about Mutarak? That felt like an orc name. That did feel like an orc name. Mutarak. I'm Mutarak Skullcrusher. You will bow before me. Okay, now I'm kind of thinking maybe my character's name should be Mutarak. I mean, if you can remember that. Mutarak Skullcrusher. Of course I won't. <laughs> I'll remember Skullcrusher. Ragmir. Ragmir. That's a pretty powerful name. <laughs> what about my, my favorite, Lomi? Lummy triple, triple chin. chin. Lummy triple chin. That's a little hint at a future episode because I want to make Lummy triple chin someday. What I, I've, I've already forgotten what I said for that orc name. Something skull crusher. Murderock. Murderock. Murder. Murder rock. Murder rock. Murder rock. Murder rock. All right, that's my last name. What, Murder Rock? Murder Rock. You're stealing it from me. Okay. Fine. I see how it is. I mean... Murder Rock Hoof Crusher. Anyway. Oh, Hoof Crusher. That's a better one. Yeah. You can have Murder Rock okay. back. I will take Murder Rock back. Hoof Crusher. All right. Oh, no. Um, I can't be Skull Crusher. Oh, well. That's fine. I'll get over it. I'll be Murder Rock. <laughs> I think definitely Ragmere. Ragmere Huff Crusher? Yeah. Is that a... I still don't know if that's a guy or girl. <laughs> or it, neither. It could be both. neither. Let's, let's try to play a non-binary character. Okay. I will determine what, what kind of pronouns they use. Eventually. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, and yeah, we said Outlander. Do you want to like go through pick skills quick, or are we? What are we thinking? What's Finder get? Well, Outlander gets survival and something else. I think athletics. That sounds and right. One musical instrument, and uh, probably a language. Probably, athletics and survival. What's a good instrument for someone that? is in a clan of like shepherds or hunter-gatherers. Picture them all sitting around a fire at night. Um, Harmonica? maybe 
<laughs> Maybe they play a pan flute. Okay. If you think so. I'll say that. That's fantasy harmonica. Pan flute. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what do I get? Okay, let's see. Acrobatics, animal handling... History, insight, intimidation, perception. I feel like... Probably not animal handling, huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Maybe if they were good at that, they wouldn't have had to leave phone. Yeah. Um, maybe perception? All right. Athletics, probably, right? If they're trying to run to keep up we with the We already have athletics. Oh. What else do we have for options? Intimidation, insight, history, acrobatics. I don't like any of those. <laughs> That's the thing is like I'm like I don't think I don't like any other skills. Period. Maybe insight. Is I was my, also, I'm thinking like, insight. That's my least objectionable. Yeah, insight it is. Or stealth maybe could be good. Yeah, but it won't be able to pick stealth on the thing. Yeah, you have a point. All right. Anyway, insight it is. Oh, I get a fighting style. Oh, nice. At level one? Yeah. Are you thinking big two-handed weapons or one hand and a shield or dual wield? What are you thinking? Hmm. Or I don't think hang back, right? Not archery. Nah. Nah, dog. I'll be up there smashing skulls. Skull crusher. I'll be breaking hooves on the hoof crusher. Hoof crusher. Murder rock. I. That's where you're from. That's where your family's from. Murder rock. <laughs> but it's not. Unless I use it. Like how you'd expect. Oh, yeah. But that sounds like murder rock. No, no, it's murder rock. Yeah. Murder rock. Yeah. Say it with me now. Murder rock. <laughs> You're sounded, emphasizing the wrong... It very much like you just said murder rock. It's though. murder rock. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. It's, it's just M-U-R-D-E-R-R-O-K. <laughs> it's not spelled like you think it is. Yeah. Murder rock. Um, I feel like dueling or protection. Nice. Well, we don't have to put that this second. Yeah. Just narrow it down for now. Yeah, are we good on Ragmir? Oh, I didn't actually pick their um ability scores. I didn't oh. assign them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 strength. Come on. Come on, dude. I got target blood. What name? Um, and then I guess 12 in con. Sounds reasonable. I think wisdom should be the lowest because if you're afraid of horses and ox, maybe you frighten a little more easily. All right. Eight for my wisdom. You can change it later too if you're not No, it's perfect and it's beautiful. Okay. Where's Um, that nine going? Probably not. Intelligence. Okay. And I'll put... I think that makes sense. Based on the background we just talked about, I don't think this hunter-gatherer, you know, um, what is it called? Druidic 
whatever nomadic that's what it's called Mm -hmm. nomadic tribe would be doing a lot of book learning like they might be doing some but they're probably not doing a ton yeah and then a plus two to my strength and a plus one to my decks because you know what's heavy books and carrying them around yeah you know heavy things that we actually gotta worry about carrying our food yeah our food our weapons our shelter like yeah. tents and stuff yeah like there's a lot more important things to us than these heavy things that we can read yeah we prefer an oral tradition yes that is how we pass our knowledge all right Let's spin it over to me, maybe. I think we're good on Ragmir. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, good on Ragmir. For now, and obviously we can make changes before we play, but for the listeners, that's a... Give a quick summary of Ragmir. All right, they are a fighter. I'm going to go Cavalier, which is amusing because they are terrified of mounts. Um, Beasts of burden. Yes, which is why they left home, because um, their family and their community thought, you know, maybe you might have a more pleasant experience if you go and try out a different kind of lifestyle where you aren't constantly surrounded by these beasts and everyone riding them and the expectation that you should be riding them too um i think that's that's the main thing that's it sounds good to me okay do you have for your character an idea or a few ideas i have a kind of a story idea but not a um anything else really perfect well kind of the class is in there Mm mm-hmm Tell us the story. We went to New Orleans, right? And we heard about the the first vampires in New Orleans. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were... They talked about how it was basically women that got sent over to be wives to the people living in New Orleans who were, like, you know, ex-murderers and um, people that had been let out of prison Mm -hmm. to go settle because no one wanted to settle this swamp. Spoiler alert, living in a swamp, probably not the best idea. Yeah. You're, my my ding-dang house keeps floating away. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, so the, yes, they got sent over these women to be their wives, but they didn't want the sailors to, like, you know, have sex with these women on the ride over, so they sp- sp- showed them all up down in the hull, mm-hmm. sailed them across the ocean, thought it was going to be a month, turns out to be three months. They come out, oh, and they all have their personal belongings in one large box. Each each of them gets one large box. Mm-hmm. One large coffin-shaped box <laughs> that they get to put their possessions in. And so then they get uh, over here. They're malnourished. They're, you know, down in the depths. They're, they don't have any sunlight, so they're super pale. They have, like, you know, they look kind of undead when they come out. And they're not looking pretty. Yeah, squinting they, at the light, yep, bloody gums light. from malnutrition, holding yep. their, their... Their big cough. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so this kind of is where the myth of the American vampire down in New Orleans came came from. And then they put these women up in the com, convent mm-hmm. on the third floor, and they nailed all the windows shut with 13 silver nails each to keep the 
vampires inside. Apparently that's a thing. Who knew? Thought silver was for werewolves, but you know, whoever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so my idea was, of course, that my person would have intercourse with one of these women. Or oh, I was just going to say a dalliance, but you're just going to yes, come right out and say okay. it. Okay, they had a romantic tryst <laughs> that led to intercourse with one of these women. Mm-hmm. And they are now convinced that they're a vampire. <laughs> but why are they convinced they're a vampire? Because, you know, things got a little heated. Maybe there was some biting going on. Okay. Who knows? Okay. This sweet. one, put, put the explicit <laughs> tag on this one. I know we're not swearing, but like, ooh, some adult themes. This is a spicy one, guys. <laughs> okay. So they think they got bit by a werewolf, not a werewolf, a vampire. Yeah. Now what? So now they think, obviously they think, ah, I, I, I must have become a vampire. Like, the next morning they go outside, the, the, does the sun seem a little brighter? Like, am I well, Really, it's just I they feeling, had, like, a bad hangover, probably. Yeah. Am I feeling, like, a little more heat on my skin than normal from that sun? And then I had the idea that they are a druid. Mm-hmm. Because druids kind of have the clerics and druids and paladins all kind of have this thing against undead and they're all like eh we don't really like undead if we see them we should probably destroy them they go against the natural order yeah and obviously I don't think this person initially thought this the person they were having the romantic tryst with was a vampire but like maybe some people were talking the next day they're experiencing some weird things it's probably just anxiety and like you know in their Mm -hmm. own head Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait, were they a vampire? Maybe she was a vampire. Maybe I'm a vampire now. And so now they're like, I need to get out of my druid tribe because if I stay, they're going to kill me because mm. I'm a vampire now. That's right. They must So that's how me. they get okay. on the adventure is I got to go. I got to get as far away yeah. as quickly as possible. Yeah. And they, so they probably say goodbye and then they're like, yeah, I'm going to go on an adventure. But I don't have what any... What reason do they give? Um, Great question. Also, we didn't cover... Did you want to try to make an NPC feature past present? Or think about that. So obviously past, you could have someone from your tribe. Yeah. Not sure who present would be. Maybe wherever you we end up, if we meet at a tavern or whatever, you could have met someone there. And future, I don't know either. But you think about that maybe in the back of your head. Give us an update if you think of something. Okay. But you don't have to. I thought of quests instead. Quests? Yeah, kind of like overcoming their fear maybe. Right, right, right. That's something. And like I said, the the formulaic version from that YouTube video is not for everyone. And we don't usually do that sort of thing, so it's fine. I think we do fine without that. Because their whole point of that YouTube video was like trying to figure out what your character is so that you can roleplay them and be them better. Mm-hmm. I think we do a pretty good job of that on our own. Yeah. Just saying. All right. Anyway, so this person, they've slept with a vampire and now they Asterisk. think they're a vampire. <laughs> and now they think they're a vampire. Asterix. And now they're leaving home. And they just, I think they just tell their family, like, 
I think it's my time to go on a quest and learn more about the world beyond our walls. Oh, they have walls. Okay. And by walls, I mean like that those three trees that are kind of close together. <laughs> <laughs> With like a couple of vines between them. We have the wall of grapevines. Which is weird, because you'd think that there'd be more trees around here in this forest, but it's a really weird forest. Yeah, Anyways, I'm weird. off. <laughs> anyway, see you guys later. We should think about this forest a little bit. It's weird, huh? Never really thought about it. Anyway, don't ask about the umbrella I'm carrying. That's fine. I've always done this. I'm very eccentric. I've always had an umbrella. Please do what not mind my parasol. About? Yes, please do not comment on my parasol. It it's was a gift. It's very sunny out here. It was a gift. I'll have you know. <laughs> all right, so that's all I have for this person, though, is this, yeah, that's kind of what I got. I don't have any ideas for ancestry or, um, yeah, I guess background either. But I guess the background maybe is similar to yours. So it's maybe Outlander. It could be, I don't know if there's like a just like, just what is it for just like tending the forest just uh, maybe hermit could be good yeah hermit or outlander i would say because like we'll say hermit for now because i don't want to just do two outlanders yeah because the hermit can be like a a secluded group of people yeah doesn't have to be just you 1v1 me wilderness (laughs) yeah I'll fight the forest, this weird forest with three trees grown really close together and then, like, big gaps everywhere else. Yeah. So weird. I was the caretaker of an ancient ruin or relic. There you go. And it could just be an ancient forest. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, what do you would think I should do for, like, our race and everything, or ancestry, um, lineage, whatever you want to call it? I'll roll quick and we'll see what yeah. we get. The body type I get rolled was a simic hybrid, which does not tell us much. Mm-hmm. Because technically, I got a female. Um, we got another tiefling trait, the infernal legacy from a different type of teeth. Poison resistance from dwarf this time. Control air and water from triton. And dark vision from the gnome. Well, I don't think that they have the book for the Simic hybrid. Yeah, I know. Alright, I'm gonna do I'm gonna tell you my Buddhist scores. Mm-hmm. They are worse than yours. Eight, eleven, nine, fifteen, seven, thirteen. <laughs> Beautiful. So what Ancestry, do we think I should be? I love halflings, so maybe that, but also I could see an orc, maybe, or half orc if I want to be a murder rock. Um, These are all good possible suggestions. I'm also not even sure on gender identity if I want to go male, female, non binary, whatever. I haven't decided that either. I rolled a female. Yeah. So I could do that. Mm hmm. Um, screw it. I'm just going to say halfling again because I love me a halfling. Be a halfling. 
And then the one thing that I have not really done is look at druid circles too closely. Okay. So I don't think there should be the spores, right? Because that is the one well, that's circle like that's the kind undead. of... Yeah, they're fine with undead. They're cool with them. So I don't think it's that. But I'm also not... like I feel like they could be different than their druid tribe that they just like left. Because maybe yeah. they're like... You know, they're striking out on their own. They're not level two yet. So they actually haven't picked a circle. Mm-hmm. So even if like their tribe was maybe Circle of the Moon, they could be something else. Yeah. I kind of like the Circle of Stars. That one is cool. So the ones I like are Circle of the Land, because it gives me more spells. Yeah. Circle of the Moon, I think is meh. Um, what else we got? Shepherd is fine. I don't... I kind of like dreams. Oh, you do like dreams. Okay. And I like stars, and I don't like wildfire for this character. Okay, and so I don't no like moon spores. or shepherd or wildfire. So you've got three options then. Oh, what? Did I miss one? Stars, land, and dreams. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Because you'd already... Yeah. So dreams is more like in touch with the Fae, right? Yeah. I don't think that necessarily fits with what I'm. That is why thinking. I was yeah. going to say probably not that one. Okay. So land or um, stars. I kind of like the idea of stars for like they're if they're a vampire now they're like I want to be out at night. I want to be. So because they think that they are. A vampire, whether this is true or not, that can be determined. It's probably not. <laughs> it, it is probably not, but yeah. it could plot twist actually have yeah, been, that and that be would be really funny. funny. Yeah. Um, Definitely dangle that out there for the DM. Yeah. That they spend all this time out at night now, and they're like, oh, you know what? The sky is very beautiful. And then they just like get really into like <laughs> really into the celestial bodies yeah. yeah, and stargazing. So I think that's really in in their their multitude. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what it is. He's Russell Crowe. Now it's now it's a he Russell Crowe. Okay. No, I think I'll be a. a (laughs) His name is Javert. Yes, a lady named Javert. Murderock. That's French. Murderock. Yeah, I. I, I really like the the stars for for this character. Okay. I think the flavor is very amusing. All right, I think for let's put I can't decide between half thing and half orc. I'm gonna do half orc for the this character just because we don't meet them as often. Mm-hmm. We usually do half things because I love half things. Let's go half orc. All right, we got big burly girl. She's ready to go look at the stars. She's rough and tumble. Do you um do you need a a first name or is Murder Rock just your name? <laughs> Let's just spell Murder Rock. It's just the name. Alright, and how is that spelled? Um M I R D A R O K. Wait, M I R D A. R O K. R O K. 
Murder Rock. Are you not listening? It's Murder Rock. It's Murder Rock. Beautiful. Yeah. So, all right, let's go through quick and pick her stuff, like her skills and stuff. So we said Hermit. Yeah, that gives you medicine and religion. Okay. And then you get to pick from Arcana, Animal Handling, Insight, Nature, Perception, and Survival. Hmm. What do you think? Um, I feel like I was going to say... I'm crossing inside. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Because if they were better at <laughs> reading people, they might know the truth. Yep. Um, though it is funny because she and does have eyes, to have some... My eyes are so bloodshot. Look at them. <laughs> How late were you up last night? Doesn't I don't matter. Know, I don't know, doesn't, two or three? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I feel like also maybe not perception, but again, it could just be she... Why not perception? If her not noticing things, or unless she did notice things, she just didn't connect what they meant. I think, like you said, she was, like, hungover. And yeah. it was just, like, it was extra because of the hangover Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything else maybe yeah maybe we don't know all right so perception sure okay and let's go animal handling so that i can help your boy it'll be funny later when i force you to get him out sounds (laughs) i will not force you that's not nice don't force your friends to face their fears unless they specifically ask ask for it yeah yeah Obviously, then you can help them. All right. Well, that's Murder Rock. I think, yeah, that's oh, wait, Murder wait, Rock. Wait, we need to assign the ability scores. Oh, yeah. Let's pop our highest one in wisdom. 15. What else we got? Bad ones, huh? 13, int, 11. 7 int. 7 int. Love it. They don't know what vampires are all about. Um... What else we got? What'd you say? 13, 11, 9, 8. I don't love that. <laughs> I don't know. 9 charisma, 8 strength, maybe. Okay. No. no. I can't want to be strong. Okay. 11 strength, 8 decks. Oh my goodness. She's clumsy. <laughs> And also her armor weak. It'll off. be fine. 13 con. Yeah. All right, so I'm assuming you're boosting wisdom by how much? One or two? I'll just do one, three ones. Okay. So the 13, the 15. What else do we have? A nine? 11, seven, nine. <laughs> I'm going to leave the seven. What's the nine? Charisma. And what's the 11? Strength. Oh, we'll bump the strength up. <laughs> okay. I love it. She's, All right, yeah, murder rock. Yeah, she's a special lady. All right, so yeah, murder rock, quick summary, is a druid with half-orc with the hermit background because she grew up in a grove of druids. 
and through some dalliance, believes now that she's a vampire, so she has to leave home, and she's on the path to become a circle of stars druid. Yes. I think that's all for this episode. It's uh, It went longer than I expected. Well, this, sometimes it happens when you, you get into the, the meaty story, oh, especially yeah. when you're making two characters in one episode. Yeah. It can get a little longer. All right. You can find more information about our show at a couple of couple Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can give us a five-star review on whatever app you're using to listen to our show. And you can tell a friend about our show to spread the word about us. All over town. Yeah. All up and down. <laughs> Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. You can go to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACOC Podcast. Any purchase that you made there will help out our show and a local bookstore of your choice. And go ahead and get your gifts on there. Get your gift cards, get your books, your board games, whatever. Yeah. And if you'd like to pick up some audiobooks, you can use our Libro.fm affiliate code to get a free audiobook when you purchase an audiobook subscription or credit bundle for yourself or that special someone. Um, every purchase using our links directly supports our show and independent bookstores, and any credit bundles that you purchase through the end of the year gets a free seasonal audiobook as well. So, fun stuff. Um, yeah. If you like actual plays and Pokemon, you can check out Quinn playing the character Willow on Dungeons and Dragon types. Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Alex and Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Not a Doctor Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. faith in myself. Apparently it was unfounded. Are we ready? Are we recording? Oh, you know it. Which one? Both. Get some Tib meows. Hello, Tiberius. Alright, bye. I guess he doesn't want to cuddle. Rude. Right? I'm ready. I have everything up. Everything's Good. open. They're all open, all the tabs. I too have many tabs open. You can also tell a friend about us and spread the word because word of mouth is a really useful way for spreading podcasts. Just spreading. All the spreading. I'm spreading it all. All right, I'll re say it. Let me re say it. Oh, no. We should leave it. No, that. I'm re saying okay. it. Okay.